Welcome back to the Jimmy O Show. Happy to be here for a very special edition. We're here to preview the women's basketball season with the Dean. We're here, uh, fresh off an exhibition game where, you know, we were talking about it before the show, we shot the lights out and went comfortably against Loyola. Um, and and uh, I guess, Coach, let's, let's start there. We, we graduated a lot of really good experience last year. Coming into a new season, you got Dinah back, but you got a lot of new faces too. How, how, what are sort of your thoughts coming out of the scrimmage? Well, you know, I think uh, it's always a little scary when you, you, we graduated. I, I guess we lost seven off the team last year and graduated five of those, and uh, well, six of those. And so, um, you know, for us coming into the year, we've got a lot of transfers trying to put it together. And, I, you know, I, I felt good about um, the Loyola game just because I thought we had some great energy defensively, and we held them about 24% from the floor. That's always a good sign. And then, as you and I talked about, the lid wasn't on the basket. You know, we shot pretty well. But... You know, um, Dinah and I talk about it a lot and that, you know, this is kind of a team that's going to keep growing and we've, we've got to be patient and try to try to get this team to, to kind of gel and, and be ready by conference play. So, you know, I think we got a lot of good pieces. It's about putting them together. Mm -hmm. Very good. And Dinah, um, the new teammates, right? You lost, Moon and Crystal and, all, and mm -hmm. lots of others moved on. Um, sort of how, how's the fit been? How's the locker room been coming along in terms of developing that sort of cohesion you're going to need to compete? Um, like Coach Stockton just said, like patience. We have to be patient with each other. And um, I think we gel really well in the locker room. So it it transpires on the court as well. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yeah. Donna, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't seem that long ago that you were just a <laughs> fresh faced freshman out of, out of John Curtis, you know, <laughs> coming over to Tulane. Now you're, 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 you know, you're sort of the, the fulcrum here. You're the center of, of what we do. Um, how's, how's the experience been at Tulane just in terms of, of where you started, where you are now? How, how, like what's Dinah looking at as you look forward to uh, your last campaign? Um, every year for me has been different. I had to play different roles, and mm -hmm. but I have enjoyed every single year here at Tulane. So I just think that this year, like Coach Stockton like said, I have to be patient with my teammates. And, you know, if they make a mistake, I can't get upset or anything. I have to be patient because they have to be confident in me, and I have to be confident in them. So I think that is something that I really have to focus on and work on and we're going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, Coach, some of the transfers, you mentioned some transfers. Who are some of the girls we can look forward to seeing in terms of transfers or freshmen? Who are some of the new faces replacing the, the seven that have moved on? Well, you know, we, we had a couple transfers that came in last year. Uh, you know, I mean, Kyra Walmsley came in last year. And again, there's a lot of upperclassmen that sat there. And Marla Gallick um, came in and... and Played some for us, but really kind of played a reserve role. So I think those two players are two you see on the floor now. Mm -hmm. And those are, those are Division One transfers. But then, you know, probably the one that hasn't played yet is Rachel Hakes, who's a point guard that we've talked a lot about. I, I think she's going to be really important for us this year. And uh, we kept her out of the uh, Loyola game just because she had injured wrist. So I think, you know, we're excited to get her back. And then 
Um, you know, I think the other one is Kyron, um, you know, Willingham. I mean, she's a, another Louisiana kid who came from Monroe who was an all-conference performer in the uh, Sun Belt. So, you know, we've got some players that have some experience, but then, you know, again, we've got some other players that have been here that have been in the system mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. So it is really a, a meshing of the old and the new. Um, but I, I'm excited about everybody's opportunity. I, I think that's the thing that we've got to keep talking about is that, you know, last year I thought some people really were patient and the seniors mm-hmm. played. And this year, you know, it's kind of opportunity and what you can make of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look, it's a credit to the sort of culture you have around your program. I, I think in the age of the portal, and and it's hard. And, and it's hard to maintain a roster when somebody doesn't get the instant opportunity mm-hmm. that they're looking for yeah. and to, to that point two girls transferring in not quite getting the, the opportunity maybe that they wanted because of the, the the other girls that were still around but then stuck with the program bought in and now they're going to get their chance to shine mm-hmm. yeah it is hard you know we talk about patience talk about patience <laughs> team, but i think patience in general is, is missing a lot and that you know there's a lot of development to, to play at this level i mean our, our league last year was sixth best, best league and it was almost five and when you look at that, I mean, it's, it's high competition. And so I think being patient to come in and, and you know, kind of improve your skills and, and understand the system is really important. And, you know, I look at Dinah's development over these five years, and she's been a, a huge player. I mean, she was on our rookie team, and then she was sixth man of the year, and she did all those things. But, you know, she also – there's some other people maybe getting a little more of the press. And I think she stayed with it and has always been a part of it. And here she is, her, her fifth year, really going to lead this team. So – you know, I'd love to see that, the mixture, you know, the, the, the patience in that. And I, I do give our team a lot of credit. Um, you know, we had a true freshman last year uh, with Middleton and, you know, Kiki Middleton. And, and she comes in and she didn't play hardly any last year and last, last night when she had uh, 15 points or something. And, you know, she was a true freshman and just waited her time and has done a really good job. So, uh, you know, our freshmen now, I think, are going to be really good in the program. So trying to keep them really invested, I think, is important. Yeah. You know, and you mentioned the league and the toughness of the league. And, and, and that's been, you know, I think uh, the misconception out there has been that this league was, you know, UConn and then a bunch of whatevers. Yep. And the numbers never really bore that out. And now last year, UConn's gone. Mm-hmm. And yet we're teetering between fifth and sixth in RBI and, and ended up sixth, but right there at five. Um, it was just game in, game out of war. And, and you know, Donnie, you, to, the, to that point, you know, you were, I think you were the second leading scorer overall, but the leading scorer in conference games, to me, that tells me how, you know, you know the types of team, you know, this is, there's a toughness there that they're sort of, that, that's really impressive. Um, you know, Houston, you know, yeah. preseason, what, they were probably top 25 last year, they had a rough season, you would knock them off in the regular season, and they get us in the conference tournament, right? Yeah. And so it was just like it didn't matter who you were playing. Right. You know, there was no there was no there were no layup games where you go out and put up thirty or whatever. Right. You earned that thirteen and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I would say during my time here, last year's top to bottom, and it was a lot probably because of COVID seniors, but was the most competitive like you're saying, there was no easy game. And so last year was probably the most competitive. And last year we were ranked higher and our, our numbers were better than when UConn was in the league. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, that that was, you know, pretty pretty impressive and you know again I think this year there's a lot of people who have lost some talent but I still think we're going to be really good and um, you know again I, I think that's what you always have to look forward to how good can the team be in January right and um, you know we got some big tests coming up to try to get us prepared yeah I, and last year look Salty 
uh, third in the league, uh, women's NIT, second round appearance. Uh, a good year by any objective. I know you wanted more. Yeah. Uh, both of you wanted more. And, and, and with a few different bounces, you could have gotten more. But taking a step back, it was a successful year. And now the challenge is sort of building on that success and just being good at January. Exactly. You know what I mean? You look at last year, we were really on, on track to, to be in that large bid, you know, at the NCAA tournament. And we, we lost, you know, a game to Wichita at the end that really, really cost us. And then if we could have beaten Houston in the tournament, I think we were in. So, you know, it's that close. And that, you know, you talk about that, you know, even this time of year, you know, if you if you can knock off an Alabama that we mm -hmm. got coming up, if you can knock off an LSU, that, that can be really valuable for you later on. But um, it's right, you know, we're in a situation now without UConn that, you know, you go and you try to win the tournament. And when UConn was here, it was really, you know, really disheartening because you just, you know, <laughs> nobody was beating them. Right. You know, they were winning 100, what, 105 in a row or something, so right. nobody was beating them. So at least in that way, it's a lot more fun and then I, you think you can get a championship in the, when it comes down to that tournament. Yeah, and, and, and you mentioned them, but Alabama and LSU both come and fold them in a pre-conference pre right. season. Right. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And, and so, look, Coach, I, more things change and more of this stay the same. I mean, we got all new names and new mix and all that. But when I was on campus back with a full head of hair and, and everything else, you know. You still got hair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's strategically called the thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, you looked at your rosters and it was a, it was a mix of sort of local talent. You know, you had Barbara and you know, Mary Marino and Lacey Vignair and all those types. And then, you know, you brought in some pretty special players from out of state, right. Grace and others. Um, and we were competitive, we're going to the tournament and, and so forth. And now you, you look now, and again, you're, it's a nice mix. You got a, several local, led by Dinah, but you have other local girls mm -hmm. that are sort of the center of this team, but then have supplemented from outside. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, when I look back on the time I've been here, I, I think one of the things I'm really proud of is we've been able to get some really good Louisiana players, you know, and, you know, I, I hope someday they talk about me that I always try to take care of the good players here in the state. I didn't, you know, we try to get the best players we can get out of here. And, you know, really, I mean, Dinah was, you know, MVP and she, she was one of the top players in the state. And, you know, I think it's really important to do that. And we've had some, you know, if you look at our thousand point wall, there's a lot of Louisiana yeah. kids here. Um, but then you can do, what Tulane does and get some of the top players. You, you draw people from other places. And again, our point guard, Rachel, you know, she was valedictorian at her college. You know, <laughs> she got a master's degree in a year and then she's going to come here and get her MBA. Really good player, really good student and attractive to Tulane. So I think we have the best of both in that. And if we keep doing that, I think it's a great mix. Yeah, absolutely. And and so, look, we're here in the Jimmy O Show is part of the Fear of the Wave uh, network and, and the networks sort of affiliated with the Field Wave Collective. And um, Donna, I mean, you know, there's some old taboos and everything about uh, these sort of things, but, you know, we do, the collective uh, raises money and distributes money to players to, for using their name, image, and likeness. And how's that been for a, for a, a woman's uh, athlete in a college? Uh, is that an opportunity that you guys appreciate and look forward to? What, what are your thoughts, I guess, generally on NIL and how it impacts you? Well, I, I'm definitely appreciative of this opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, I think that this has been long, long time coming yeah. for a lot of college athletes. Um, yeah, so I just think that this is something that can just build 
for years to come. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, and, and we love the opportunity. And, and so, look, it's a long lineage of former players now yet. And actually, your former coaches, I think I mentioned this to you when I saw you one time, coach, but um, one of the leaders, thought leaders, sort of in the legal world on uh, issues surrounding NIL and other, uh, all the employment stuff is a former coach of yours. Amy Stewart now is her name. And That's now. amazing. You know, I haven't talked to Amy in a long time, but, um, you know, Amy went away for us, you know, my alma mater, and, uh, you know, brought her here. And um, Amy, I hadn't talked to her forever, and she's still one of the most fun people to be around, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I love that what she's doing, you know, coaching really wasn't for her. I think she wanted something else. And her going out and using her expertise as a student athlete and a coach and doing what she's doing, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it really is. And, and I was just, it was just a meeting of a small world. I was actually on campus when she was on staff. Yeah. And uh, like, wait, I'm one of the few people in this space in the legal world, and so are you. And, anyway, it was cool. Um, well, look, so um, I guess, Dinah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you in it. You're the star of the show here. Um, sort of what are you looking forward to as, as you look forward in, uh, to the, to when we're sitting here at the end of uh, 2023, okay? So your season's over, you you finished school and all that. What, what, what are you hopeful? What are you looking forward to um, as you look back on your career? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm really just trying to like take it all in since it is my last year here at Tulane. Uh, I want to see if I can play overseas mm-hmm. and you know have that opportunity to travel and stuff like that. So, um, and I talked to Crystal Freeman a lot. So she's enjoying herself and I'm, you know, it's making me like gravitate to m- more towards like playing overseas and playing professionally. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Crystal's in Portugal and I think she's, <laughs> a, you know, it's going to be a great experience for her. I know it's different. Yeah. It's definitely different, but uh, Pineville, yep. Louisiana. She's enjoying it too. So she loves it. So. Quite a transition. I bet. Look, yeah. you know, I mean, look, it's a unique opportunity that the sport gives you. And, you know, when you get to be older and, you know, married and kids and all that, traveling gets harder. Yeah. And, uh, you know, take that opportunity while you can. You get to do something that you love while you do it. It's Mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, that's going to do it with our women's basketball season uh, preview and kickoff show. Kickoff show. Coach, um, you know, know, any thoughts you have on NIA, you you feel free to share. But I'm going to just direct people. Please, please uh, be sure to follow our show, but then also go to ftwcollective.com and you can find all the information there on how you can get involved and help support our Tulane student athletes, even our, our uh, not just football, it's not just football, it's not just basketball, men's basketball, it's, it's all the sports and yes, we'd love sir. to get opportunities. Crystal's a, a, lot, a lot better looking at all of these, <laughs> these boys that are coming on here, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so I'd much rather have her as a guy. <laughs> <laughs> No, we really appreciate everything you do. I, I think you guys have put this thing together relatively quickly and, and are doing a great job. We really appreciate that. And, you know, it's just a different world. I mean, I've been coaching 36 years in this different world. But, um, you know, I think for Tulane to, to really be competitive and to take care of our people and our athletes, I think our athletes are special. I think that, you know, they get the best of both worlds here with, with the academics. But, um, you know, I, I think being able to help to help them financially and to be able to, in many ways, reward them for mm-hmm. what they do for our university, I think is really important. So thanks for everything you do. And, um, you know, we really appreciate it. And I encourage people to support it. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, Coach. Yeah, and, and just that last point and follow-up. You couldn't even say it better, but I th- if people want you to realize that these, these kids, 
they're full-time students, they're full-time athletes, 40 hours a week, you know, with everything, and basketball's even worse with the travel. And, you know, it leaves no time to work. It's like, mm -hmm. so if you come from circumstances which you need a little extra money, you, you, don't have, you literally don't have the opportunity to go out there. You don't have the time available to you to go out there and, and, and work a, a side job. They're not, right. they're not driving Jaguars and things, so it's not that. You know, right, we always right, have exactly. this idea that that's the case. I mean, Dinah saved up to buy her car. It took her four years since she saved up to buy her yeah. car. So you know, that's the kind of thing I, I think you, we need to make sure people understand is this really just helps them out to, to you know, get through college and, and come out the other end and no debt and those kind of things. So um, it's a good thing. It can be a good thing. It can be abused. But I, I think Tulane's got everything in the right perspective. Yeah, I think we do too. And, and couldn't ask for a better group of student athletes to support. And so uh, that's why we're here. We love doing it and we want to continue to continue to do it. And we need all of you to, to join us in that effort. So until next time, Coach, Dinah, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your time. And until next time, y'all. Y'all welcome back. Y'all come back to the Jimmy O Show and roll wave. Roll wave.